The Fast Break Layup NBA podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free, and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. All right, welcome back to another episode of Fast Break Layup NBA Podcast. Uh, before we get started, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Pod, and subscribe to the YouTube channel at Fast Break Layup NBA Podcast. Uh, we got Rico here. Say what's up. What's up? And we got Kev. Say what's up. Morning, night, evening. <laughs> All right, we got some quick headlines before we get into the main stories and games of the week. So we have um the Bucks. Their win streak was snapped to the Mavericks without Luka Doncic. I'll be damned. Stop that. Um, eighteen games. I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't get it. Continue. I don't get it. All right, we got the Pacers ending the Lakers' fourteen-game road win streak. Hmm. And we got um, Minnesota's interested in Dennis Smith Jr. for some odd reason. About time, oh. free that boy. I don't know if that's gonna help him, anyways. I I think they see the potential I see in him. I just think when you on the Knicks, your your, your talent and your want to play it just goes down. I don't so know. I I don't know because Jeremy Lin had his best year of his career here. And where is he? Where is he now? China. All right, I'll say no more. <laughs> say no more. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like <laughs> he had a nice one good year with the Knicks, and then he's like, "All right, bro, you you gonna go to the Rockets, <laughs> and then you gonna go back to where you come from, and you know, no, that ain't it. <laughs> we we here right. to be in the NBA. But continue. All right, we got DeAndre Ayton. He finally returned from his twenty-five game suspension. And he had a he had a good game, but uh, yeah. I think they, they lost that game to the Clippers. I mean, yeah. gonna lose with or without him. So eventually got hurt. Um, welcome back to that man. No more water pills, please. I don't know what you need water pills for, but <laughs> wow, we don't know what you hiding, but it's whatever. Talk about that. How about John Collins? You not back yet? You not, not playing? Yet. Come back, come back not next yet. week. He is? Yeah, next week, Monday. Finally. Actually, not this Trey, Monday, this Monday. Trey Young is going to be so happy to see him, son. Not for real, because they're getting washed. Bro, they were <laughs> fully up by 20 against... An, you know, who they up by 20 against, and they sat there and lost that game? Like, I couldn't believe it. it was when Trey I think had, it was the Nets. Trey had yes, 47. Yes, the Nets, bro. Yes, bro. Like, how do... What more help? Like, how, like, how can you scream, I need help even more, bro? Like, you score 47 and lose, like... He's really screaming for help over there. Son got 47 and got crunched. But anyways, we got um Dion Waiters was suspended for we found out the reason later on in the week that he called out sick <laughs> and then he posted a pic of him on a boat on IG. Yo. First it's edibles, and now he on fake vacations. Like, I don't know, bro. <laughs> Yeah, man, he's crazy. He, he they said out. that man was too high to get on a plane, bro. <laughs> Yo, bro, you're the NBA. What you mean? First of all, you're not going to be smoking or do any. Nah. 
I don't nah, get that. Now nah, he's a wild man. Nah, he's they a trying classy. to get, they trying to get rid of him though. I mean, they could definitely get a good trade out of him though. He's definitely worth something. I don't know. Now his trade value is probably at, at its all time low. Actually, right yeah, now. you're right. You're right. I don't know. Because <laughs> no I don't one wants him right now. First of all, no, no. no. My question is like, is it is it common sense he lacks, or he just like what is I it think, he lacks? I think he just got his bread and he's content. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He been having like, has, like where is the common <laughs> sense, bro? Like, what do you mean you don't call out sick, right? First of all, you calling out sick, mind you. He came back from suspension. You don't call out sick. You're not getting minutes in the first place. Then you gonna sit there going, nah. You gonna take a photo? Okay, I don't mind you sneaking away going a little trip. What you mean you gonna take a photo and post it, bro? <laughs> on Instagram. And post it and like they don't it. have you on IG, bro. Like <laughs> exactly, it, bro. right? <laughs> I, bro, if, if if say I'm a, I have a girl and I tell I'm like like I'm not going to a party and I take a photo. I mean I'm gonna keep the photo on my phone. Feel me? What do you mean you gonna <laughs> post it, bro? <laughs> like what kind of bad my timing is that, bro? Like I don't know. <laughs> nah, it's the same. It's the same thing that happened with Hassan Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside got he got his bread. He got content, so they moved him, and now he's a little bit more motivated. I'm Colorado, we always Portland. Been, bro, like has always been a shaky state, so I ain't be. I'm not surprised, bro, because the headlines that come from over there. That ain't nothing. It's not even that. You you living in South Beach? You got your bread. Like, why would you want to play? Yeah, your team not a contender. Life. Yeah, especially if you're just losing. <laughs> Or not even just so, losing, but you just like in mediocrity, like. But now they look like a contender, so I know he's I mean, tight. Yeah, 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 he. I mean, I feel like if he wasn't messing around off the court, maybe he could have got some decent, not deep. I mean, some all right minutes, you know, with coming like the second unit with like Tyler Harry on. Yeah. Something like that. It probably would have been solid, like um, the you... better presence. <laughs> Kendrick Kendrick Nunn actually has his minutes that he was supposed to get and. Look at Kendrick not now. Yeah. All right, next headline we got OKC had back to back twenty four point comeback. Let's get it. Let's get the it. Week, and they just Let's beat get the Clippers. It. They just hey. beat the Clippers as we are hey. as we are recording right hey. now. We here because they told me my OKC <laughs> team is not going to the playoffs this year. Let's see what happens. They still might not because they have some trades that might happen with their players, like. Um, all right, but here's the thing about organization. We don't make trades to get worse. Like, no trade we've made, no trade we've made, minus the hard draft picks. Nah, but we don't make that to rebuild. What's the point of going to the playoffs to face like the Lakers in round one and possibly? (laughs) You say impossibly, bro. Anything's possible, bro. Think about it. For all you know, playoffs no, season be, start. They're, nah, not nah, being, nah. they're not being the Lakers. I'm sorry. Chris Paul's. So let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let's a, say. A hamstring strain. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be okay. over. All right. You know what? I can back you up on that one. I know Chris <laughs> Paul too well. But let's say, right, they do go against the Lakers, right? Okay. And they have to. And. LeBron and AD get injured first game. Oh my gosh, that's the win, bro. We go to the finals. <laughs> it's more likely than that AD gets hurt than both of him and LeBron getting hurt. And I still have LeBron and the rest of those guys over uh, Shea Gilgis and whoever's left of the um, OKC Thunder at that point. 
<laughs> Terrence Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> and Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> I mean, Dennis Schroeder is playing good. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Dennis Schroeder. If they I mean, still have him, <laughs> if he doesn't get traded. Uh, weird. I even thought he was on the trade block. Yeah, him and... um. Him and uh, Steven Adams, they're on the trade block. They can't trade Steven Adams. That man's the core. I, um, saw, I saw a headline today. It was like Steven Adams, Um, the Hawks might be targeting him because they want to upgrade at center. That's a good pickup. That's a good pickup. If they don't sell my man to the Celtics so he can get some wins, like, I don't want to see no Hawks. Don't yeah. send him to the Hawks to go stress with Trey Young, bro. Like, bro, he had a work, Trey Young, John Collins. That's nah, I'm not gonna lie. They're not going nowhere with that record, bro. Unless they're going an 18 game win streak like the Bucks, they ain't going nowhere. So I want to see. I I rather see Adams on a winning team and see. Yeah, him I'd rather see him on. The, I'd rather see him on the Celtics. Like I'd rather see that. The Celtics. Celtics need that interior help, but it's like who are the Celtics going to give up that? Um, other than the Memphis pick that Celtics have, what else does does do the Celtics have that OKC wants? And right now, what we need right now is just a star, and we're not getting that right now. So, OKC wants draft picks because you saw from the Paul George. Yeah, I know. Trade. That's why I said that we definitely need some stars, and that's the only way we're going to get them because no one's trading, no one wants to come to Oklahoma to live. Like, think about it. Who wants to live in Oklahoma, bro? Like, no one. That's why they all left. Yeah, bro. Like, I wouldn't be. I'd rather go to Houston. I'd rather go to Golden State. I'd rather go to. Brooklyn. I'd definitely rather come to Brooklyn, Oklahoma. Like, I'd rather go anywhere but Oklahoma. Like. They have earthquakes every other day. Like I don't know, so of course it's, not even that. it's about it's about like market marketability too. Like exactly, like no one wants to go tour Oklahoma. Nobody wants to go over there, bro. Like there's nothing over there for anybody. So nope, I ain't surprised. All right, next headline we got Siakam, Marcus, and Norman Powell all out indefinitely for the Raptors. What you I mean? That's a huge blow for the Raptors because. They just came back from the Kyle Lowry and Serge Ibaka injury. Yo, shout out to Kyle Lowry. Siakam is the... Shout out to Kyle Lowry. I've yeah, been seeing about him play. In a, we I'm see, still we'll not a fan of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm still not a fan of playoff Kyle Lowry, but shout out to him. Good thing you know. Yeah, but um, Siakam and Norman Powell really been stepping up lately and what you call it. Marcus Saul's always been like that solid rock for them in the middle. So having all three of those guys out... I mean, they came out with a win today against the, the Mavericks. They came back from... 30 down. They were down 85-55 in the third quarter, and they scored 47 points in the fourth quarter to, to win the game. 110 to 107. Yeah. So. As long as they win is what matters. True. But I don't know if this is sustainable because you're missing a lot of your key key producers. The thing is, about that rather seem, I think they could produce because one, they're in the East. We can't forget this in the East. Um, true. In the East, uh, is wide open, and that team still has some talent on that roster, though. They got some talent. Van Fleet still injured, though, right? No, he's back. Okay, so that that's good. At least they got Van Fleet back. So him and him and Lori got to be the best backcourt in the A for them to win right now. That's what it sounds like. They got a low key, um, low key guy that's been in the G League program, um, Chris Boucher, who's been playing really well for them. When I've heard that name chance. before too. I've heard that name a few times. Yeah. I hope Shamari over there getting minutes too. I hope so. Nah, nah, he has. Really? He played like one game, I think. 
Yeah, he played in a couple games, but he played in garbage time. If like another oh. guard gets hurt, though, he'll probably end up playing. I don't hope for injuries, but I just want to see my boy Sean. So true. Good luck. To, good luck to him. Um, although I mean that Raptors team, I feel as if they're still going to be in a playoff picture. Yeah, of course. And it's, all matter, it's all a matter of when those guys come back. Mm-hmm. Out indefinitely is it's, like it's scary. That's scary. It's up in it's up in the air after that. Yeah, it's scary because that's mm-hmm. that's big core defensive players right there. Siakam mm-hmm. and Gasol, core defensive players. So I got us. Who's a backup center on that team? I mean, it's a heavy backer who's been a defensive player of the year multiple times. So that ain't too bad. Ibaka's actually a good player still, so he could definitely produce from that center role or that power forward role. Mm, Otherwise, guard wise, um, I don't really know their guards like that, so I can't say too much about them. They guards, they guard. Well, their backup guards are um, Patrick McCall and Terrence Davis. Some bad pickup. Some bad pickup. Patrick McCall, it's a bad the man hasn't played a. I haven't seen him play a single NBA minute. Yeah, he got three rings. I don't know. <laughs> nah, he, he, used, he used to be a key, like a key young piece for the Warriors. Yeah, he was. Then he, did, point. Then like he didn't want to go back to them because he, for some reason, he wanted like a bigger role. But they told him that they were gonna give him a bigger role. But I guess he wasn't and believing see, them. That's why you gotta be humble. Cause where is he at right now? Toronto, but he got that he got that third ring last year. No, yeah. Toronto. He, I'm not jacking none of his rings. <laughs> In my eyes, yeah. he ringless. Nah, the, the first two, the first two, I'll jack them because he actually played minutes yeah. for Golden State. Right, this, he that last one, right. that last one, he didn't play basically for the Raptors. Like he was injured. Did he have a back injury or something? He has like he has like every injury, honestly. Nah, I, I seen him get injured at one time though, so that wasn't even his fault. Like when he followed his back, that was a hard fall. Yeah, that was on the Warriors, though. But since he got to the Raptors, he's been, like, injured, like, almost the whole time he's been there. Yeah, that's tough. Nah, that's wild. All right, next headline. We got Drew Holiday has been officially made been made available for trade. And I also saw um, that Pelicans are willing to also move Lonzo Ball this trade season. Okay, now, I'm, the Holiday trade, if we talk about Holiday real quick, I want to see him on the Heat. I think a lot of people want to see him on the Heat, but I also saw something interesting today too. I saw something about the Bucks. Yeah, that would be wild too. That would be beautiful. That would, that would automatically make them the favorite for the title contender. Definitely, definitely. And it's crazy because um I was watching uh I, did I mention this before? I'm not sure. But I was watching a Jimmy Butler interview, and he was saying how. The most like low key unguardable player for him to guard in NBA is Drew Holiday, and I, I he's like oh how he has like um different ways to score, and like he's he's like a sneaky scorer so. And yeah, he's along with- nice. He just hasn't been put on the right situation, and then yeah. he's also been injured a ton too. Like I'm not gonna lie, none of that time off. In his whole career, True. he's he's always been nice, but he's literally been in the wrong situation for his whole career. Like. Literally for his whole career. Yeah, he well, he came in on that Sixers team. That Sixers team was, was like doodle, nice for a little. It was nice for a little bit. They went to the playoffs a couple times. That's when I had Elton Brand, and he was young at the time too. Mm-hmm. He was young, but he's still nice back then, though. I'm not gonna lie. But he's but, not as nice as he is now because he's like fully developed. Like he's in his prime now, and I'm not gonna lie. Pelicans have been mm-hmm. wasting his prime years. Nah, they I mean, the same thing they did with AD high key because AD. That's why he had to go. He's like, yeah, bro, y'all gonna keep me here to keep losing. I'm out of here. So 
I respect him leaving, but I I honestly if he, if they do trade him, I want to see him on a winning team. I want to see him on a heat though. I want to see that backcourt. But look, that, that's gonna be the best offensive backcourt in the A. Possibly, yeah. Off, not possibly off the rip. There's no you can't name a better defensive backcourt after that. I mean, think about it. There's no no other backcourt in the A. If you name the backcourts in the A, you're gonna name a lot of. Patrick oh, Beverly and, and Paul George. <laughs> all right, I'm talking about Come I'm on, talking all around though. We're talking all around. You're talking straight defense. I said, I mean, I said, all right. I wouldn't say that though. PG? Nah, I wouldn't say that. I, I feel as if Jimmy Butler is a better defender than PG. In my mm-hmm. eyes. Because I see PG mm. violated so much, I don't know. I don't be seeing this year. This, this, this year, he's been he's been getting fried a lot. But, mm-hmm. like, now every year he gets fried by people though. Every year has been like that. Yeah, yeah. Just but you have to think last, about it. Last year he was top three defensive player of the year. Definitely, he was. He was. He was. So you but, gotta you gotta consider that. Butler was on the team with Joel and beating them though. So I also say that when you on a team with them, I mean your defense gonna show up regardless. But like. I feel as it's if not when you're on highlighted as much. Yeah, he's highlighted because OKC defense is iffy for a while. Especially even right. Westbrook. His, his defense is iffy. Just steals. True. True. But his on ball defense, not the best. All right, next headline we got Luca uh, will reportedly sign with Jordan Brand for about five years, $100 million. I expected that. I expected that. I definitely feel like that should be was coming soon. And I definitely saw it being Jordan because I saw it like Luca was really rocking like a lot of Jordans. So like I saw that. I low-key thought it was going to be on Under Armour because I don't see a lot of people rock the Currys like that. And he was rocking them for a couple games. So I was like, he might sign there. And that would be low-key good for him because Under Armour is only like Steph, Joel Embiid, Mo Bamba, and Dennis Smith. And that's a weak roster. Like having Luca would like Luca and Steph being yeah. the face of Under Armour would really like have them booming. Yeah, that's definitely true. But Jordan mm-hmm. Brand, Jordan Brand is really building out their roster. Though they signed Jason Tatum this summer, they got Blake, they got Russell Westbrook, they got. All right, I'm not gonna lie. Their names, uh, the names they Zion. have is nice, right? But I'm not gonna lie to you, I ain't buying no Jordans if it's not retro. And Facts. a lot of people think like that. Unless it's unless I'm playing ball. I'll, I'll probably cop like maybe a Jordan ball pair. It depends though, cause they're Jordan like is doodle. I mean, they said the also. I mean, they said the same thing about Jordan ones and Jordan twos and Jordan threes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just no know until right, it happens. Let's 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 be honest <laughs> I, here. And for let's, me, for me, I don't care about like if I'm if I'm rocking something on the court. I don't. I'm not really caring how it looks. I feel. I feel. I feel like it, it cares. I care more about how it performs. No, I care how it looks. I'm on I'm on national TV. Someone gonna see my kicks for me if it's not good. I mean, it don't matter because the way you sell a millionaire. But like the thing about these basketball shoes, they're not gonna sell if they don't look good. You gotta understand that. True. True. About, at the end of the day, you're making these shoes for these players to get sales. But I feel like with the the, the new the new pieces that they're bringing in, I feel like that won't be a problem because like someone like Zion and Luca, those guys are gonna be easy to sell their shoes because of the hype that they got around them. And I would even say that because if they come out here and release some, some Mar- some Marvin or Marshall sevens or something like I don't know, I don't know. They, if they come out there and release some type of shoe that's not like 
not retro and it's ugly, it, I don't think it's going to just sell, sell because of the name on the shoe. Like, unless like LeBron or something. Cause yeah. you know, LeBron, LeBron riders oh. is crazy. Well, Luca's, Luca got that hype coming up for him like that. So I'm a Golado. That's who's going to sell out in, um, in Europe. I say that. True. In Europe is going to sell out. Anywhere is going to mm. sell out. Cause Luca's an international name right now. I can see, I can see how successful that will be. But that shoe has to come out looking good, though. I feel as if I, the look always matters. Because even as a kid, when we play basketball or whatever, you don't want to wear no ugly shoes, bro. Like, you don't want to do that. And their shoes, you can't name the last non-retro shoe that you actually wear. Actually, I can't. I won't say y'all yeah, can't, but I can't name the, a non-retro Jordan shoe that I would actually wear. Something I probably can't. Know. I just can't think of it right now. But on, yeah. um, we got the last. one. I want to say last headline because I got something else after that. But um, we got um, pro- we got these new proposed changes for the 2021 to 22 season. I don't know if you guys saw this already, but the 78 game regular season. The final four um, teams will be reseeded by their um, regular season standings, and the, there will be a play-in tournament for the seventh and eighth seeds. And that basically means, I think, will they have the seven, eight, nine, and ten, maybe eleven and twelve seeds, all, all play each other in like a small little tournament for a chance to get the seventh and actual the seventh and eighth seed. Yeah, that's pretty solid. I mean. Yeah. Before I wasn't for it, but then again, I do like seeing changes and see how they work out. So I'm for it now. Like I feel like this will add more like suspense to like the playoff yeah, race. Like it will add, yeah. it will add more. It'll add more, more um incentive for those teams that are like maybe nine, ten, or even eleven or twelve to like have something to play for towards the end of the season. Like, One like thi- we could still get to the playoffs. Like we don't have to tank. That's true. Yeah. One thing I'm really looking forward to, though, is actually seeing um the seedings match up to record-wise and not conference-wise. Like, I want to see the top team go against the worst team. Like, I don't want to see it conference-wise anymore. I'm getting bored of that. The I don't think they're going to do that change anytime soon. I mean, this is a start towards it, but that will require, like, having a whole schedule change and all that, too, because you'll have to have each team play each other a certain amount of time so that that way the records actually match like the competition that they face i see no problem with that though like because there's a lot of stuff they could fix it like once they fix that up they could definitely do something productive with the nba because the ratings are down and i feel as if the ratings are down mainly because of injuries and just yeah like players like Players like Steph, KD, Kyrie, yeah, not having like, those guys play this year is really yeah. Important. You gotta realize that, and it's not even their fault. Like they're just injured. And come on, let's 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 be honest. Nobody wants to watch a Pelicans game without you know. Exactly. Nobody wants to watch. I'm. I mean, I'm not gonna say nobody, but people don't want to watch Nets games without Kyrie on the court or KD on the court. I'm not sure I'm good. A real Spence 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 fan or a real Nets fan. Feel me. So that's I can say that's why. But this change is definitely gonna be, I mean, it's gonna be different. So I'm looking forward to it, if anything. It's gonna be yeah, a while though. Yeah. What do you say, Rico? 
Yeah, I was saying that really the overall change in the season would be good. I feel like definitely has a good dynamic to like spicing up like the end of the season because you know normally once the playoff teams get set, the bottom like four teams don't really do anything. Mm-hmm. It would be a good way to incentivize because like players also get like a stipend or like a bonus for like playing in the tournament. So I mean, mm-hmm. it's actually pretty good. You know, they get a little bit of money. Pete possibly go to the playoffs, and I mean, yeah, I mean it'll definitely help teams that like. Like the lower teams, really, who wouldn't be able to. Yeah, like, it will stop. It will, it's 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 another way to stop tanking in a way, kind of, because that's the yeah. that's the league's main goal these last couple of years. Like with the changing of the playoff, but not the playoff, the um the lottery odds, and they change. They're changing the um the the playing tournament. It's gonna like, I it's gonna change a lot of teams' minds about tanking. And I think I think what we saw last draft lottery with like a team like the Pelicans. Getting the number one pick is gonna like really deter teams from like just flat out tanking and actually trying their best. Like, don't you see teams are actually like, if their guys are not hurt, they're playing all their guys. Like, yeah, they're not letting them sit no more. And I guess last headline before we get into the main games of the week and the stories is just today Isaiah Thomas got suspended two games for entering the stands for approaching fans who said vulgarities to him i mean like i said nba players are human so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure i keep from the hood so when you're from the hood bro you don't want to hear stuff like that and he approached them nicely too feel me he said how got suspended yeah. really then again like i just the nba rule because he ain't going there some staticky timing but he was like he was just saying bro watch your mouth bro i'm still a human bro and i feel him yeah, he said, I'm a man before anything, be a fan. And then the guy said to him, I'm sorry, I just wanted a Frosty. Feel me? And people are saying, oh, bro, he's a millionaire. I mean, I, I'll back him up. I was getting paid millions. Bro, there's only so much you could block out, though. Right? Like, there's only so much. I know there's be stuff stuff worse being said. Like, I know that. He said, bro. He said like, F you to him three times. Like, after, like, the second time, it's like, all right, you're doing too much, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, I understand we on opposite teams, bro, but you don't got to treat me like I'm not a human, though. Like, you don't sit... That's something you go say to someone, like, if you my mans, I right, feel me? But if I don't know yeah. you, like, let's talk about it. Those fans in the streets is not doing that type of random person they don't know, bro. Oh, of course not. Let's talk about it. So, yeah. if you're not, if you're not going to do it to a random <clears throat> person you don't know in the streets, it don't mean it's right to come do it to, million, like, to millionaires on a court. Like, I don't mm-hmm. make it right. At the end of the day, like, I wouldn't like it either. Like, he approached him nicely. I would have boxed him probably. So, I respect that he approached him very nicely. I feel like IT shouldn't have gotten suspended, though. I feel like the NBA, I mean, I understand that. Fans, now, the thing is, like, that fan definitely got banned, though. He got banned as well. So, yeah, the fans got banned for a year each. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I knew the fan got banned, but I feel like mm-hmm. IT shouldn't even, like, I feel like players shouldn't really receive any backlash unless like they actually physically put their hands on like a somewhere yeah, I feel like, yeah let's talk about our test now yeah he approached him in like the calmest manner possible like he just said to him i'm a man i'm a man first be a fan and like and he said true. don't do that and that that ain't right though because if, if you switch positions bro 
you don't want to be a court and people over there doing shit like you, bro. Like that's not cool, bro. I, I feel like, like the league should. I, th- I feel like the league should go over this one because that suspension should definitely. Oh, he smacked that off the rim, AD. Because like you yeah, like like you guys were saying, there's a human too, and like sometimes you never know. Like we they they do a lot to like show up and play on the court. Like they do with like problems too. Like you know some mm-hmm. of them. We'd be playing after like the death in the family, mm-hmm. things like that, and like you wouldn't even know that you're just here to get like a free. They're just a fan, bro. Like you gotta understand, like, that. yeah, like just relax. Because some of these players, come on, bro. Like I never knew Demar Derozan had any mental issues until he came out and said something about it. You yeah. would never think, you would never yeah. think that oh, bro, this millionaire guy has mental issues because like he's rich, but these are still humans, bro. People they fail to understand that, and I was glad to see. Oh, he making millions. Why he care? Nah, bro, it's none of that. It's a human being. It's a human being, bro. All right, let's get into the main topic of discussion that's been bothering me this whole week, Rico. I think you know where I'm going with this one, and Kevin, I think you know where I'm going with this one too. The 08 Celtics team has to be the most <laughs> annoying one championship team ever in NBA history. I am tired of all their players always having something to say, especially Kevin Garnett and Kendrick Perkins. Yo, Those two with- are the most annoying people from that championship team. Nah, I don't know. Pop is pretty bad, son. Pop he is bad, but I want to get into Kevin Garnett's comments from this week. He's been out you know, out and about promoting his movie, Uncut Gems. I saw it yesterday. It's actually a good movie. He's not promoting it, it out. Well, I ain't hear it not one time. Listen, you. <laughs> Him and Adam Sandler, they've been promoting it. They went on the Bill Simmons podcast, a podcast I listen to frequently. And they were talking about the rivalry between Boston and LeBron James. And he, <laughs> argued, he argued that Boston broke LeBron in the 2010 playoffs, forcing him to join up with more players, with more talented players, and that the Celtics didn't fear LeBron and they didn't think that he could beat all five of us at once. Um, now, what do you guys think? Before I go back, I mean, I think overall, I mean, on his comment, I mean, I can see where he's coming from. I mean, you, I mean, in a way, you say. They they broke LeBron down a little bit because I mean, right after he lost, he took that loss that that year. He really did go to the Miami Heat, and he really did like form a super team on like he basically did what KD did. It's similar to how KD lost to Steph, and like, but mm-hmm. instead, you know, LeBron didn't join like the Celtics, but you know that's why KD's such is the person he is. But we're not here to discuss that. But uh, but yeah, really. I get what he's saying, but overall, the, I get you. The OA Celtics are annoying. I mean, I feel like KG got the right to speak just because KG really put on. Paul Pierce, he put on too, but I feel like Paul Pierce just talks too much and he's just not that good. And then Kendrick Perkins, he just has to stop. <laughs> like, he just needs to, like, stop Bro, overall. it'd be like every member of that team. Like, not, not every member, because Ray Allen be chilling. And then some of the other yeah. bench guys, they be chilling. But some of the other guys, like, they don't stop. Like, you, the way they talk about the 08 Celtics team, like those players, you would have thought they won, like, seven straight championships. And then when you go back and look how many they won, they won once. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. 
KG not go first with because I know KG was nice. Mr. Yes, I'm Patrick Perkins now. Kendrick Bro, you was on my OKC team. I done seen you get killed by every center in the league back then. <laughs> Yo, set the market to Arminas. Look at Perkins. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's not talk about the Clipper boys. Them Clipper boys is violating my Thunder boys back then. <laughs> I tell you, it was, fa- it was straight facials for Ibaka and Perkins back then. Don't go with Addy Oops on them. Jay and them. And don't talk about Perkins on the default line trying to defend. Like, he can't, he can't defend. A three-year-old outside on a deep point line, bro. Like, I don't know. He lucky right now. If if Perkins in the NBA right now, he wouldn't be there. Simple as that, bro. He wouldn't be able to keep up. Oh, good move, Murray. He would not be able to keep up, bro. And now Paul Pierce definitely has a lot of remarks. I'm not a fan of too, especially when he refers to LeBron. Like all them Celtics players really hate LeBron. Like it's crazy. Yeah, they do. Instead of like, what? Instead of respect, like they they sit there to this day and still hate on hate on him. I'm confused. Like, yo, bro, you got your ring on him. Yeah, what do you it. want? Yeah, what it's what crazy. Do you want? Like, they have nothing else besides because being that they only have that one championship, I feel like maybe they just want the bragging. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I feel like they have that. The that's their one thing to hold on to. So they have to talk about it as much as possible, so they feel so accomplished for it. I mean, then like, y'all gotta understand. At the same time, they did beat LeBron. They did beat LeBron. Yeah, I can bro, say that. Like, they did beat LeBron. <laughs> they beat LeBron. Like, like at the same time, when you look at the squad that LeBron had, I mean, they ha- they had no choice but to beat LeBron. <laughs> if they didn't beat <laughs> LeBron at that point, then they sucked. <laughs> nah, LeBron was pretty powerful back then, though. I'm not gonna lie, he was pretty powerful. He <laughs> he was hard to beat back then. So. I I. I hate to do this, but I'm gonna defend LeBron right now. Let's name the second best player on that on that Cavs team. <laughs> Antoine James. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I hate to be the LeBron defender, but y'all forcing me to be it right now, Kev. Go ahead, Antoine Jameson. Come on, against uh, he he was I right. he was he, he was probably he was an All Star at one point. So I'm, I won't say his name. He was- he was he was an all star, I think one one year one year he was. He, he also been a decent stretch like he was a stretch before it yeah. was like popularly be stretched. So all right, so all right, let me look up the 2010. Cap. <laughs> now I, I I took a look at uh, um some of the Bronx old like teammates. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, he, no, he, he deserves more credit. He <laughs> more credit than he gets. All right, we had Fergus. We had um we had Booby Gibson. Y'all know Booby. Yeah. Yeah. We had Danny Green before he was nice. We had JJ <laughs> Hickson. We had Zadrinus Ilgauskas. We had Ilgauskas. Cedric... Is, is, he was, right. We had we got Cedric that. Jackson. We got Darnell Jackson. We got is, Antoine is, James. Is, is Jackson Five or something? Like who who, who that? <laughs> we got who Kobe. That? We got Kobe Carl. We got Jamario Moon. What? No. We got Shaquille O'Neal at age. Yeah, age was this? He was old. It don't say the age here, but he was old. Nah, he was he like 30 something. And he was at 325. Yeah, not a healthy oh. weight. Yeah, that's when he, that's when he turned to the client because he went to the South. Yeah, he went to the Celtics right after that year. 
We got Anthony Parker. We got Leon Poe. Yo, yo, you sure you're we not got, making up names? I'm so sure <laughs> these are real people. We got no, Sebastian Telfair. It's so funny to me how none of those players are still in the NBA no more. Like none of them. We, we got Andrew Andrew Green. Yeah, he found uh, was calm. Verja was Who's calm, even though he was getting calm. violated back in the day. He was calm. Yeah, he was that. We got Delonte West. <clears throat> oh, LeBron Pops? Okay. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up. And I think Stephen A was alluding to it the other day. He was saying something. Uh, yeah, nah, he, he was talking about LeBron, LeBron to his grave. That LeBron had some issues with his teammates that betrayed him in Cleveland. And Definitely. I think he was talking about Delonte West situation. Because I can't That's think of anything else that was going on besides that. Besides that. And last but not least, after Delonte West, we got Mo Williams, all star. Oh. He was I decent. Mean, I'll let him the right. He was decent. Yeah, he, he was decent, but I mean, the Celtics, yeah. I mean, the Celtics definitely had to beat LeBron. The Celtics are expected to like, beat them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I feel like they honestly, I feel like they should just take their ring. Just Get take your ring graciously and, and just. <laughs> Just like leave it alone, and they bought it. They definitely had. They had Tony Allen off that bench too. They had Sam Cassell off that bench. They had a few good players off that bench. So yeah, you compare that to LeBron bench. You're like, yo, bro, come on. On paper, (laughs) who do you expect to win? Yeah, you expect someone named Kobe Carl to guard Sam Cassell? (laughs) Like, come on, bro. I I don't know if he was a center. I don't care what he was. You expect him to guard that? <laughs> nah. nah, bro. Mm-mm. I mean, at the end of the day, a ring is a ring, so they can brag about their ring. But like, stop tarnishing LeBron's name, bro. Like, there's no need yeah. to tarnish his name anymore, especially when you beat him. With what you you could call like a when they say team. they broke LeBron, when they when they say they broke LeBron, they made it sound like LeBron was never relevant after they beat him, like. He went on to do his thing. He won yeah. his championships. He got what he needed to get done. Like, they make it seem like they broke him and then, like, he became devastated and never did anything after that. Like, he's some unknown guy yeah. now. Like, he's still killing in the league right now. Like, they should even adjust LeBron after winning three rings. Like, and I, have, I like, I I like how. Three, bro. Come on, bro. I like how Braun has taken the high road and. He, I don't know if they asked him about it yet, because I know LA Media would probably ask him about it. Definitely. But I know I'm glad that he yeah. hasn't I'm glad that he hasn't even said anything regarding those comments. Like he's taking the high road. He hasn't even like paid attention to those comments. Cause at That's that point, why why even respond to it? Cause what was it like two years later against KG and them boys, he put up like what was it, 45 in their own building to come back against them in that yeah. series? Yeah. So it's like, man, that 08 Celtics team, like, they just need to stop. Like, they always got something to say. Like, they're always talking about, like, oh, grittiness and toughness and, like, oh, we don't like it how these players are all buddy-buddy with each other. We like to go at each other's necks. Like, all right, relax. (laughs) Like, that's not the only way to win in today's NBA anymore. Like, you don't got to hate everybody to win. Like, relax, please. Oh, since we're on that subject, right? Let me let me, let me um talk about this other drug addict, Mr. Scotty Pippen. I'm, I don't know if he's a drug addict or not. But he's yeah, he he's a drug, drug addict. He definitely was on He no, he came out <laughs> of his mouth to come here and say 
Yo, bro, if I was on if I was on the team harder was, I would average 40 a night. He got 40 in his career before? Let me go see his career high. <laughs> let me look at it. Go, let me go see his career high, bro. Because why he talking like that, bro? You played a lot. Scottie Pippen. Let me see Scotty Pippen. I feel like Scotty that I understand. He never yeah, even. No wait, no, I can't even say he averaged. He he was good as a number one option on Chicago. I don't know if he ever. He probably did put up forty. He definitely had to at some point in his career. I'm not gonna say he didn't put up forty because he took over for bro, that, that, his that, career that Chicago high is Bulls team after bro. Jordan left. So mm-hmm. I feel if like he's not at least twenty five, bro. What you mean you averaging? Let me see the most he ever averaged. Actually, I gotta see his his stats. I never the most time. ever the most he ever averaged was twenty two. Twenty two. The ninety three ninety four season. <laughs> you see, it's just like bro. They just be like, so why he chatting, bro? People just be getting confused. They like, think it. They 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 think it's easy because like there's no hand checking and all that. But you gotta still adjust to like spacing the floor. And like zone defense and all the new defensive schemes, like it's not gonna be as easy as he thinks it is coming. Bro, this man yeah, is a career yeah. sixteen points per game scorer, bro. What do you mean you're gonna average forty in Harden system? I think he, I think he only says that because he feels like he would take over as the main ball dominant guy. Because when you're in, in D'Antoni's system, once you have the ball in your hands, you really don't have to give it up if you don't want to. Mm. The so only I think thing, that's that. I think that's the point he's getting at, but he kind of exaggerated it a little too much because he, he he's not a scorer. Because he's not a scorer. That's a but he's trying to say he if he had the ball as much as Harden. I mean, I'll give Scottie Pippen his credit for his durability because he definitely played a lot of games. Yeah, yeah. I'm like he played a lot of games, 82 seasons. Like that's 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 rare to see. I played play every game three years in a row. That's that's yeah. rare. So I give him credit for that, but like. You're not uh I mean I never played in the NBA, but he's also been he's he's a decent player, I'll give him that, but he doesn't know 40 points for uh, his career high is 47. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you're not dropping. How did get that on a regular night, bro? Like I don't know. True. So for him to sit this high average 40, bro, you're chatting just like Kevin Garnett and a if, if someone okay. like Kobe said that, all right. We, we know Kobe can back it up. T-Mac, we, he can back it up. And Roy, he can back it up. But Scotty got to relax, okay. though. Scotty got to relax. You got to chill out. All these all these old heads need to relax in my eyes, bro. Like, understand, y'all used nah. to win, but y'all not in the A no more. Don't be y'all, so. That's what I'm saying. They try, to, they try to downplay the newer NBA, but, like, they don't really understand, like, some of, like, yeah, there are some of them were, like, some people will really get fried, like, <laughs> and they played in today's NBA. Like, if you think about, like, them having a guard, like, these, like, dynamic players, like, on, like, KD, James Harden, Steph, like, LeBron, like, it's just, like, Giannis. Like, bro, Scottie Pippen is not staying in front of Giannis. Oh, of course not. <laughs> like, they Yo, just kind of, like, relax. I don't want to even picture what KD would do to Scottie Pippen, like, bro. <laughs> he's gonna blow by him every play bro, bro. I understand you, you was a good defender back in the day bro and you can hand pick and all whatever bro but you're not guarding these new generation like you're not staying in front of Stephen Curry all game you're not staying in front of Kyrie Irving all game you're not staying in front of John Wall all game you're not don't, don't say nothing I don't wanna hear it I don't wanna hear it but um 
He's not, bro. So he got to chill out. What's the next mm-hmm. headline, though? I I want to get into these games that we were um. This week was actually a pretty good week in the NBA for some games. There was a lot of good games. I couldn't even pick one game for game of the week. I have yeah, word. I'm not gonna lie. That rocket, there's a Rockets Clippers game right after the Bucks and Lakers game. So that was a good game too. So I don't know. I, I want to start off with um Bucks versus Lakers because mm-hmm. we have a problem in the NBA right now. If Giannis keeps hitting threes the way he was hitting them on Thursday night. Like, I was getting chills kind of watching him just, like, casually come down the court and pull up from, like, 28, 30 feet behind the arc and just pulling. Like, it's like he's KD out there. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't getting that much chills until I seen him go a little deeper. I'm like, hold on, bro. You touch your body. He's going to sit there and splash it. I'm like, copy. Even in the um the late it was like a few seconds on the clock, he just took it. He's like, all right, bro, I'm gonna just take a three real quick. Boom. I'm and like, wow. And the thing is, he had airballed a shot like very yeah, early. Yeah, right before that. Right before that. No, literally right before that three. Mm-hmm. Airboat came down, late, late shot clock. All right, bro. I'm gonna give him three real quick. And I don't like know. He's that's... shooting, he's shooting with confidence. Yeah, that's that's scary. Um, I still do think he need a mid-range game, though. I, yeah, I want to I think he need a mid-range game still because even though it's not popular no more because, you know, there's little no stuff to curry effect from three. Everyone take threes. It's still something I think everyone need in their game. Because mm-hmm. there is times when you need a mid-range shot, for sure. There are definitely times, especially when you have someone like, especially when you go against a team like the Lakers and you got AD and Dwight Howard down there. What you mean you go to the paint, bro? No. What do you mean? That, that little mid-range jump shot right there is definitely going to come in clutch for situations like that. But, but some other points that I got from the Bus lakers game, I took down some notes during this game, actually. Uh, Wes Matthews and George Hill, they're very underrated players for this Bucks team. We had Wes Matthews. He was um he was guarding LeBron for most of the night and gave him a hard, hard time in the beginning of the game, actually. And George Hill came up with 21 points off the bench. <laughs> I know yeah, LeBron, I mean, stepped up. I know LeBron is pissed. It's funny because my man's just sitting there like, yo, bro, why, people, why, why would people play LeBron? They want to play their best game ever. And I'm like, facts though. Feel me? Like, I would like to say, yo, I beat LeBron in the game before. Like, <laughs> so, but to see George Hill go off like that, I was surprised. I'm like, damn. I'm, I'm not even surprised. I'm not even surprised because he was baking Kyrie last year in the playoffs. So I'm not even surprised. Kyrie was never a defender. So I but still, you're getting big by George Hill. George Hill, like, 34. Nah, he older than <laughs> though, but he, that is right, though. <laughs> you can't let no 34-year-old start baking you out of nowhere in the playoffs. I mean, unless it's LeBron James. Yeah, I mean, but LeBron is George, it, it's LeBron James. <laughs> That's George Hill, bro. <laughs> All right, and then I said also in my notes that the game had, like, a playoff-type atmosphere. Definitely. You can see that once the game started. Both teams like, were It was very hard. hype in that building. I've seen games that have playoff intensity and games without it. Like any game mm-hmm. the Pelicans play. The Pelicans have no playoff intensity in any games they play, bro. I remember bro. watching I terrible this game when Melo first came back. I nearly vomited every play. It looked like a JV game out there. That's because so, that's cause no one goes to Pelicans games because Zion's not playing. I remember talking about them going to the game. I'm talking about how they played in general, bro. Like, it was nah, but like... Like six-year-olds, bro. What what attributes to the playoff atmosphere is like the crowd getting hyped after like each play. Like 
with meaning and stuff like that. With the Pelicans game, of course, there's going to be no playoff atmosphere because there's no fans to hype up the players playing right now. You're right about that for sure. And then um, more on Giannis hitting those threes. Like, he was hitting threes. Like, I know he usually hits that one dribble pull-up three, but, like, there was a play where Casey, he was trying to back down KCP. It wasn't working. So then he dribbled out, like, two, two three dribbles dribbled out towards the three-point line and just launched it. Like, he, that was his natural shot, and he just swished it. And I was I was shocked at that one because I was like, whoa, if Giannis could, like, add, like, hitting, like, threes off the dribble, like KD or, like, Steph or something like that, like, that's really scary for the NBA. I'm not sure. I, if he do, I'm not going to lie, he, he could possibly take that title as the most unguardable player, KD, if that's the case. Because KD doesn't dunk. The thing that stands he doesn't, about he doesn't, Giannis, he, doesn't, he doesn't force his way through the paint like Giannis does. Yeah, he doesn't. So, I mean, Katie's more skilled, of course. Mm-hmm. If if Giannis adds that little jump shot from he's starting to take off the dribble shots, at that point, it's like, why even play against him anymore? Just give him the ring every year, bro. I'm weak. That's, that's, he, he averaged 36, bro, off of just dunking last year. Last year. <laughs> off of just dunking. Just dunking and layups. So if he's trying to shoot threes now, that's more points. And that's that's more like trying to figure out how the hell am I going to stop him. And I like how after he hit his career-high fifth three-pointer, he he placed the crown on his head, and he's like, I wear this now. Yeah, I don't like that. Humble yourself, though, bro. You nah, still I, like, I like that because he, he plays every game like he wants it. So I know Giannis will back up when he says something like that. And he did that night. So. I don't got a problem, especially if you come out with a W. Now, he definitely came out with a dub because, I mean, when I when people asked me who was going to win, it was a hard one for me. But I did say the Bucks was going to win for sure. The Bucks, the Bucks, the the Bucks are deeper. They're deeper. And that's what I was saying. Their bench is better. And um, and th- their bench is better. And that chemistry over there is just crazy. It's just crazy chemistry. And you can see them. You can see the chemistry while they play. Like, I want to play when um, Elias Silva came down. They did, like, deep passes. At the wide open dunk from Muzzy Matthews to Elias Silva. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's stuff they do in practice, bro. And you could tell, like, even in the pregame when they're doing like the the fake wrestling stuff, like you you just know they like they all like each other, like yeah, because you don't see that happening with the Knicks. They probably start fighting for real. Hell, <laughs> they probably, probably, probably scrap for real in the pregame, Hell. bro. Start, start boxing up the coach, start beating up fans, like chill. <laughs> but that's chill. that's how it is, bro. Yeah, let's not talk about the Knicks. Y'all gonna get me in a bad mood, yo. Well, if you're not gonna talk about the Knicks, you're not gonna talk about John Wall. Simple, simple yo, as that. Yo, John Wall out here just dunking, not worried about his Achilles ripping off at all anymore. Like, so he can't dunk a piece of something, yo. <laughs> my boy Kevin dunking piece like that, hating crazy, bro. That landing, that landing did not look okay. Yeah, that landing, he came down and he shuffled his. Like uh-huh, yeah. it hurt. <laughs> like it hurt. Like yeah, it hurt. No, I'm serious. Like he when he landed landed mm-hmm. in, like Yeah, I, I know bro. bro. I watched the film, bro. I watched the video four times because I was so happy to see him back, bro. I was he's so happy coming, he's not coming back this year. He needs a all right. He needs to slim down. Before anyway, we could, before we continue slandering John Wall, 
I wanted to take a segment one of these days and talk about how my son was the best point guard in the East for years after D Rose got injured. So we could talk not, about we're that. We're not gonna talk about how that year that Isaiah Thomas was better than him. The five nine kid was better uh, than him. I, I won't say he was better than him. Bro, okay. he was top five in MVP. What was John Wall that year? John Wall was in the playoffs and doing his thing, bro. And I T fried him for fifty three. All right, next. Rockets one game, one game, and one game. But anyways, continue. All right, let's talk about Rockets versus Clippers. I I didn't pay attention to this game that much because I was like half asleep, and then when I finally started paying attention, that's when it was getting good. Because I know I know it was like a blowout, like towards like halftime, and then towards like the third quarter, but then Houston made a run, and then I I remember seeing and I remember paying attention to the fourth quarter specifically because, um, first the um the 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 the, the Rockets were up, and then the Clippers had made a run. And then the Rockets made a run, and then the Clippers made another run, and then Houston made a run to close out the game and win. So that game was just like a back and forth thing, and it had a lot of um. One takeaway I'll take away from that is um I think Rockets should try playing Westbrook on the ball more and have Harden off the ball more, because I feel like that dynamic helps Russell Westbrook get into a rhythm a little bit more. Well, um, my my dear Russell Westbrook went what um thirteen from thirty one. Um, that that game. Yeah, he did. He went thirteen. He from did. 31. Yeah, he did. I could have sworn he was he was shooting efficient at one point, and then he started to take a lot of bad shots he, because he, he was getting he was he was feeling himself. But there was a point where he was like eleven for twenty something, and I saw that it was a good percentage. Yeah. Maybe I might be wrong, but I, I could have swore I saw 13 from 31. I, I'm, I'm going to check again to make sure I'm not, you know, slandering Westbrook for no reason. But um, what I see, though, is that Harden has some discipline to him. Like, he knows when he shouldn't have the ball. Mm-hmm. And that, that's going to help that team win. Because usually what I'm, what I'm seeing right now, and I'm seeing a little pattern with Harden, when he go against the nice, nice, nice defensive teams, he tends to t- take less shots, but he's he doing it to win. Like, you can mm-hmm. see he's literally doing yeah. it to win. Because other nights, he go against the Suns for, for issue, bro. Look, look at the Suns, bro. He had 47 against them. Cause, and he took 27 shots. But he go against these mm-hmm. nice teams. Let me see. Let me look at a little. So, Toronto. Against Toronto, he took 11 shots, bro. 11 shots. Against that's, Miami. That's also because that's also um Toronto was... Toronto actually had a good defensive game plan where yeah, they, they were actually going. denying him the ball. Yeah, I seen yeah. that. I mean, and also they were denying him the ball and um, yeah. Even look at well, this. Uh, he, he played Miami in November. He took fourteen shots, bro. He took fourteen shots, but he's winning these games. No, he actually lost like, that game. Really? He lost that game. Yeah, that game against Miami was a bad game. They he lost. lost. Bad. He lost that game, but either way, like he knows when to shoot and like he needs to score. And I think if that's the case, he could definitely turn around. Hopefully, this playoff series this year because he had different Harden. Yeah, it was thirteen for thirty-one, but there was a point where Westbrook was shooting efficiently in that game, and I was like, Westbrook is having a really good game right now. And I was like, Isn't how you start, it's how you finish, and the results, and he won. So true. You're going to scratch that thirty-one shots because he won. He had a nice 39 points. He definitely played well against them. I mean, he had Patrick Beverly on him, who got ejected, I think, at one point. And God, I hate, I hate Patrick Beverly, too. So I ain't even mad at him. Now, Patrick Beverly has become more annoying, I feel like, since they became a contender. 
I'm scared to see mm. what's gonna happen. I'm gonna be scared to see what happens. Put this one in the chip. I know Patrick Bevy's gonna be another Kendrick Perkins, bro. He's gonna be like I feel like he's gonna be like how Draymond was those years with the Warriors. Cause Draymond, I'll admit, as like a Steph and like Golden State fan, Draymond is like very annoying a lot of the time. And like I feel like that's how Patrick Beverly is gonna be. Cause I feel like he don't know how to act on these um on these winning teams. Like he's used to being on like the mediocre-ish teams. He's not used to being on a contender. Mm, that's true. I'm happy for him if they win. A, I'm, I'll be happy, but I don't want to hear it. Like, I already know who I'm like, yo, you know what? We shut down James Harden. We made, we made this happen. We made KD go to the, we made KD go to the net. So I don't want to hear nothing from him. <laughs> I know he's going to be chatting, bro. He's ready to be chatting right now. All right. Um... We got um another good game that we had this week was Miami versus the Sixers. I thought that Sixers game was lost, right? Sixers did lose that one. Miami played I a thought, good game. I thought 76ers were actually gonna win that game. So yeah, because like, the, the last game they dang. played against them, they blew them out. So I thought they that killed was them. the same result. That's that's the NBA for you, bro. And that's what makes basketball this year exciting. Cause like, oh, good shot. Um you don't expect that. Like, you be like, all right, but they lost by 20 last game. They'll get killed. They come in there and go put out a win, bro. You're like, all right. See? And that's that's how the playoffs usually is, though. That's mm-hmm. usually how the playoffs work. Like, one game is win. Like, one team is winning every game, whatever, whatever. Then out of nowhere, he's like, all right, bro, we figured you out. So, to see them win that game, I was happy for them. I like to see – I want to see how far Miami goes because that size that they have over there is not good for them. Yeah, because Embiid was still, I feel like – no, Embiid wasn't actually getting what he wanted against them because they were playing zone, and somehow mm. the Sixers were not giving because, Embiid the ball. Because every every because every basically that game, the reason why is because of them. You gotta understand that that the Seven Sixers is really lacking a, a consistent shoot, and with. With Ben Simmons being like being like, just not being a threat in the, they can just play zone and double Ben then double Joel and like all game. Arigo, I think really it was you that you you tweeted you retweeted out a tweet that was like making fun of Joel. Um, not Joel. Ben uh, Simmons. It was Ben Simmons. I think it was. <laughs> let me let me see if I could find that tweet because I thought like this tweet had described. It was like sad to see Ben Simmons turn into Jaleel Okafor crossed with Michael Carter Williams in the fourth quarter. Sixers fans should be furious about his lack of offensive development. Simmons is still a cowardly shooter, a half court liability, and a detriment to Philly's playoff odds. And that was after the game they lost to Dallas on Friday. Yeah, it's just like it's just like, yeah, he's just like don't get me wrong, he's like like Ben player, like he can just he can score that, but like he's really holding like back line so clear. And mm-hmm. it's, it's just like the Sixers, if the Sixers want to like be able to contend, like actually contend and not just win regular season games, they got to get a consistent shooter and not like a, not like a spot up shooter. They need like someone like they need like they, either Tobias Harris needs to like hit the three ball more consistently. Right, he's or, been like, struggling from there too. Yeah, he's been, exactly. He's, he's been struggling this season. They need someone that can get their own shot. 
Yeah, they need someone who can get their own shot. Exactly. Like like yeah. Jimmy was able to do last year, but Jimmy dipped. So yeah, that's what everyone was concerned about. Philly. He was their closer Philly. too. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was like, "What's gonna be? What, what's gonna What's gonna happen with Philly? They got big, but who's gonna close the games out for them? Yeah. You really you gonna trust Embiid and dump it down to him and trust him to um get those buckets late in the in the in the in the game. My problem with Simmons though is. All that size you have, it, it has to be something you could do to put up twenty a night off the rip. Yeah, at least you almost got a good floater game or something. Yeah, you got to be like, able to do something. something scoring wise besides just like always slashing and cutting to the rim. Like, also, my next problem is if you on that court for thirty minutes, bro, and you're the starting point guard, and you you are an all star at one point. Ain't no damn reason you should have games taking less than ten shots a game, bro. Cause he's not a he's not a shot taker, and that's what everyone's knock against him was. And shot taker he, or not, though. He and he and he had the nerve to say this off season, like, oh yeah, I'll be willing to take the shot if I'm open. You're open all the time, and you never take it. He only takes threes against bad teams when they're up by like thirty. Like he that's only the only time. Bad. He'll take it, and it doesn't even mean anything because it's like you're just taking it because it's a practice shot. Basically, it's not gonna have any effect on the on the outcome yeah, of the outcome. game. And it's not like we're asking. I don't like. I'm not saying Vince come out one lights out three. He if he can just like if he can just hit like a mid range jumper from like elbow, like like on the wing or something. That would mean a lot. That will like that will space the. Yeah, exactly. Like no one's asking him to be Steph Curry. Like we just yeah. want you to be like a basketball, an NBA bro. player. We want you to be <laughs> KCP, bro. We Maybe want you to exactly. be not just even KCP. Be Alex Caruso or like something. Come on, bro. Go out there, go to the elbow and take a jump shot, bro. Like we don't want to see you go in a little post and do a little, that post hook no more, bro. We don't want to see that. I'm gonna see you dribble, dribble, dribble. Oh yeah, fade away. Oh yeah, pull up. Oh yeah, one three point, three point shot here and there. Like we don't want to see you. I mean, for your team is working where you're sitting there, you're passing all game. Okay, that's cute. And like, bro, we don't we don't want to see him run. Like, bro, you know what play I'm talking. About. We I'm tired of seeing him play where it's like comes out or they fake a pick and roll when he just like runs into the runs to the oh. lane. Bro, like, oh you gosh, can't do that every that. possession. <laughs> it's so predictable. That's why I can't wait to see them try to run it against um Giannis on Christmas. Because I want to see what the Bucks are going to do. Because I know the Bucks are a smart defensive team. So they're probably already scheming for that right now. Bro, literally. And once the playoff comes, that play is going to be dead. The main True. prop, that, that's why Ben Simmons comes in the playoff and drops zero points, bro. Yeah, that's what he, he does that, bro. He is such a non-factor in the playoffs. It's ridiculous. Because the problem with that, when it comes to pick and roll, bro, all right, pick and roll is the most successful play in the NBA, as everyone mm -hmm. knows, right? Mm -hmm. But when Ben Simmons can't shoot, and we know you're gonna go to the basket, bro. Yeah, there's it's like one thing we can do. do. There's only one thing we can do, and I mean, at this point, I mean, MB could always run to the three-point line and try to get Simmons in the paint. That's what, even then he's not even trying to take advantage of that, bro. And that's why it's become a recent topic of conversation the last couple 
the last two or three years, it's like, should we break up Embiid and Simmons? Because like for, for Embiid, yeah, they don't fit. And for Embiid to succeed, he needs like a point guard that'll be able to shoot. I saw, I heard something the other day. It was like someone was saying on a podcast, they were like, imagine Embiid with a point guard like Trey Young. That would be that. That would be unfair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm exactly. Not, and you got to understand, like, he's still averaging what? Embiid averaged like 22 points. Yeah, like 22 and, and like. I can't be super, like, when I'm thinking about it, I can't be super mad at him because at the same time, like, on defense, you're getting two teams, but Ben Simmons cannot shoot, bro. Yeah. When he's on the court, the team is literally zoning and doing whatever, making it hard for Embiid. So, I mean, I guess he has to work harder, of course. At the same time, bro, like, he's what Ben Simmons who does not want to shoot. Therefore, that means they're just clogging that paint up. The body's not hitting threes either. Richardson is a mediocre shooter, so it's like, all right. We gotta win games when y'all shoot well, or MB goes off for thirty, and or yeah, defense. Well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The good thing is they have defense on that team. Yeah, they have so a good that's, defensive. That's what's team. gonna drag them far. That defense, but offensive wise, I don't know how playoff wise. But I want, I, I want to, I want to see how they play against the Bucks because that's gonna tell us how they're gonna play in the playoffs, basically. And I, like, I, I hope, I hope somewhat around that time, Ben Simmons pulls out this little jump that he's been hiding. Maybe he's hiding his jump out for the playoffs. I hope that's the situation. I but, that. but like, I want to see what's gonna happen when they shut him, shut him down, bro. Like, when you just doing all that driving business and they they, there's, they there's watch no tape. There's no Jimmy and there's no JJ this year to save him. So yeah, there's no Jimmy yeah. or JJ to shoot those deep threes for you in a clutch, bro. Or just in general, you have Richardson, but Richardson is only to do so much. Get a few exactly. good games, got injured or something, and now it's like, all right, bro, who are you, bro? What is Richardson doing again? Why can't we so move like that? I don't know. The Sixers team has a lot of things to figure out. I mean, like I can even imagine trading. I can imagine trade, Caruso being a better pick, a better play with Embiid at this point. Like, of course. I mean, any guy that can just like, not even can shoot, willing to shoot. Exactly. Like, you even gotta make it. Just take the shot. Just bro. take it to show that you're <laughs> confident enough to like. Oh man, you're yeah, confident enough to make it. Like at least what is like. Come on, like. He it, is like, as a so, Philly fan, I don't know how they're not like calling for him to be nah. traded right now because it's frustrating right now. It's like nah, cool. I'm not even I'm not even a fan of Philadelphia. I'm a fan of like just basketball and I want to see and be in the right situation, like with a player that actually is compatible with him. It's cause like Philly You know, they think Ben Simmons is gonna take them. They, 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 they just they just don't see it. They, they think fight. he's gonna be like. They think he's gonna be like LeBron or like the next Magic Johnson. Like, y'all gotta hold off on that fantasy and just focus on the reality that's at hand right now. Cause, like for real, like he's looking like oh, there. Like he looked like a Lamar Odom. He being real, at least Lamar Odom shot the ball though. Facts. Yeah, uh, Lamar Odom took jump shots, so I will compare him. Like for you to be six ten, I mean, I'm happy. Like I'm actually happy that he's actually trying to work on getting a jump shot. Before I felt as if every other off season he was just taking layups or something like. <laughs> Practice alley. Like everyone else <laughs> shooting. Everyone shooting doing free throws. He was doing layup lines. Like that's how I feel as if he was doing, bro. And that man really refused to shoot since college, though, bro. Like yeah. You telling me even even in high school you wasn't pulling from three? Like you just dunking? 
I mean, I'm happy it's got you to the NBA, but now you gotta understand this league is changing, bro. Like if you can't shoot, and that's why that's why there's such a stark difference between him and Giannis, because we see how Giannis has developed. Like Giannis is not content with just being like the guy who's like slashing and dunking all the time and playmaking, like how Simmons is content with being right now. We see Giannis is like actually taking those threes. He's like developing the jump shot, taking threes off the dribble, shooting confidently. Like he said himself, he doesn't care if he makes them or not. He just wants to get out there and shoot them because he knows that's what his team wants him to do. Mm. And I feel like I feel like that message probably hasn't been relayed to Ben Simmons. That's why he's probably not taking those shots. I feel like Philly's probably like, Ben, take your time. Do it when you feel it's right. Like, I don't know. Hopefully they get it to you. That'll be the best thing ever. Alright, let's get into the next game from this week. This game was actually on Monday. This was the game Bucks versus Mavs, where the Mavs broke the Bucks winning streak at 18. Okay, so let me apologize to Mr. Prazingis. Luca. Let me apologize to the Mavs and Mr. Prazingis because I sat here and said, lose, lose. And he got to win. He got to yeah, win. And he also won on, fr- on Friday, too, against the Sixers. Oh, wow. So, my fault. Um, so, now, um, seeing this, does this mean Porzingis is going to play well with Luka coming back? Or nah, I don't know. I think I think the reason why. Because they beat two like, good teams, bro. Like, they beat two great teams, really, in the East. This goes to show how weak the East is sometimes <laughs> at the same time. Because, like, you wouldn't have expected that from that Mavs Ross roster in general. But I respect that they got the wins at the end of the day. And I know those were pretty hard wins to get. So shout out to the Mavs and Porzingis. But then again, today they bl- they blew a thirty point lead <laughs> to the Raptors, right? Raptors team without Siakam, without Gasol, without Powell, and they let Kyle Lowry have a field day in the fourth quarter. Oh, I saw that because Kyle Lowry had thirty seven fantasy points. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. He had, he had twenty fourth quarter points. Jeez. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and, they and beat Por- two good teams, so. With Porzingis, it's he'll have a good game, but when it's crunch time, that man folds. He folds. Why is Javon McGee taking threes now? What? No. I just I just saw that. I'm watching the game too. <laughs> <laughs> Awful podcast. I just can't believe what's going on in the NBA. You're telling me Javon McGee is out here taking threes and best him is not, bro. All right. Well, they losing. They losing. That's a blowout. So he might as well practice them shots now. But um, back to um, the Mavericks with Porzingis. Uh, everybody's been hyping up his his games these last couple weeks, but mm-hmm. no one's paying attention to him in the fourth quarter. And he's only playing this well because he's the number one option. When Doncic is out there, Doncic is the number one option. So it's like it's a question of can Porzingis be the second option and play I, it well? Because if not, they, then then yeah, they won't really. Do. The whole partnership is gonna be weird. I think if, if Porzingis and Porzingis and Luca, Porzingis is gonna have to like he's gonna have to do more. Just be a like pick and pop shooter. 
He's just gonna have to like he's gonna have to like go down there, grab a board, go yeah. up, play in the post more. He gotta like he gotta move there, he's a lot more stagnant. He just watches Luca get his shots up and he settles for like outside shots and like like picking pops and things like that. But now, I feel um, like mm-hmm. Yeah, if you get his shot going, I mean maybe but yeah, really. The thing is, Porzingis got to realize his the situation he's in, right? You got to realize, bro, you're seven three. That's a rare height, in general. You're seven three. That's a rare height. You're you're lengthy, and in the post, you should be a monster. So, that's the part where he struggles from the most. So yeah, that's that's my problem. Like you want to do post fades? Where your post dunks at? Where your where <laughs> You need like a, a training with some training with Shaq or something. Like you need some a large you on training. Like Dirk, Dirk will only do so much. She teach you that fadeaway. Feel me? But mm-hmm. like to sit there and be thirty percent in the post at seven three, whatever. I don't care how I don't care how much you weigh. You can you can weigh two pounds, bro. You seven three, bro. Yeah, you and you're not scoring in the fourth. I. Right. I'm not mad at you for the not scoring in the fourth quarter because not everybody could be clutch. But that 30% from the post is just disgusting. His post game is weak. And that's that's just disgusting to me just because you're 7-3. And I know I sound like one of those ignorant fans or whatever, but let's be realistic, bro. We've seen the skills that he has. Mm-hmm. Him going in the post should not be difficult. Yeah, you yeah. have to settle for the jump shot. Like if he throw up a post hook, and he settles. Like, he settles a lot. He, he gotta like. He gotta like. He's like, not patient yeah. with the offense. Like if he wants to take the three, he takes the three. Yeah, he, takes it. he won't wait for a better shot, and there will be a better shot that's available, but he won't wait for it. I don't know. This, this. I mean, they went in. They want some good games. I, if that matters, but he gotta fix. He gotta fix his game to fit him and Luca when he comes back. And he yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because with 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 his success right now, it's because he's the number one option right now. But when Luca is there, how are he and Luca gonna coexist together? Because when Luca's been playing with him, the team plays better when he's off the court and Luca is on the court. Mm-hmm. Like the plus minus is like a huge difference when he's off the court when Luca's playing. And I feel like that, like, if he can't adjust to playing with Luka over the course of the season and, like, potentially the playoffs, then I don't know if having that max contract was worth it. They paying this man $160 million to not be able to co- coexist with his star, his co-star. <laughs> He gotta, he gotta pick it up. Yeah, I, at no point in any seventy man's career should a coach think, "Hey, let's put a six pro guard on you, bro, and see how you do." That's <laughs> that's past disrespectful, and that's like a big, you know. I can't say those words, but that's like a big, you know. I think yeah, they had bro. Patrick. I think they had Patrick McCaw on him for 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 some of today. Man, that's just shameful. <laughs> That, that's shameful, bro. Ain't nobody under seven feet. Ain't nobody under six ten should be guarding you bro, and doing a good job. But you want some good games. 
Porzingis. So like, yeah, yeah, they had some good games. I'll give him that. I'll give him his you credit. You beat you beat an eighteen win streak. Feel me? So yeah. I'm I'm gonna give you a lot of credit because they I'm a almost the, the thing is they almost blew that game because the Bucks came back in like the last minute or so because of Giannis, mm-hmm. and then they had um Giannis missed a free throw and then Sterling Brown had got, got the rebound instead of kicking it out for a three to tie it he went right back up on on porzingis and them i was like what are you doing like the bucks almost got that game back from the mavericks which would have been crazy because then we would have been having a totally different discussion i think Giannis had 48 points that game too so yeah 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 that was a tough one that's a tough one yo why is your vemagi blocking everything right now bro like he playing like some demon uh, last anyway. game, last game to talk about is um, Celtics versus Mavericks. I forgot what day that game was. I think it was on Wednesday, and that was also a good game. Kemba was going off, and we had Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum both playing well that game too. I believe. Yeah, yeah, everybody, yeah, the whole three, the trio went off, and they were missing um Marcus Smart and Gordon Hayward for that game, and. Uh, it was on the road in in Dallas, and Boston came out with the win. Mm, um, I didn't watch that game. I sh- I think I had work around that time, so I'm not too sure what happened that game. Um, who won that game? Celtics. Celtics. By how much? It was. It was not a close. No, it was a close game. It just let me see. Let me go back to this one. Yeah, they won 109 to 103. Let me go to the box score real quick. We had Jason Tatum with 24 points, 8 rebounds. We had Jalen Brown with 26 points, 9 rebounds. And we had Kemba with 32 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. Mm. Yeah. And we, had J- and we had Jason Tatum today dropping 39 39. My boy still didn't crack that 40 mark, but it's all right. He don't crack it this season. Um, the Celtics, though, if we talk about them, I'm I'm happy with that team, how they're playing. I'm happy with how they're playing. Um, hopefully yeah, they, they get Marcus Smart back. Really well without uh, a one Kyrie Irving. Yeah, and I really want them to get that Steven Adams as well, just to see how that's going to change the dynamic of that team. Especially, they need, they need to move Cantor. Cause he's, I heard he's getting useless over there. He's not. He's not really useless. It's a matter. Of, it's a. It's a matter of him, uh, not playing, not playing defense. defense. Okay. Yeah. All right. Understandable. So at that point, drop him and let Taco play or something. Taco definitely come in the game and get blocked and except even if it's garbage time, Taco try to do something. So yeah, here it is. Uh, Hawks interested in OKC Stephen Adams. So Stephen um, Adams, yeah. The Hawks are interested in him. I haven't heard anything about the Celtics. I feel like the Celtics, since they're rolling, they're not really interested in probably moving anybody right away, and they're probably gonna wait to see like who's out on who's on the buyout market too, see if anybody gets bought out. Mm. I want to mm. see Jamal Crawford on the team as well. They treat him, they treat him like Melo out of nowhere, and my boy can't score no more. Yeah, that's that's tough. The Jamal Crawford got definitely fit on the roster in the NBA. I know he yeah, still got a course. jump shot. Of course, could fit on any not any roster, but a lot of these rosters could use a scorer off that bench. Even the Hawks could use him. At I feel point. like maybe a team 
close to like the buyout dead like not the buyout after like the trade deadline if like a team doesn't get a player that they want they may go after Jamal Crawford. He he does deserve it. Uh, he's also he's always been a good player in the A. Hopefully he gets some time back in the A, some get some minutes and get some burn. You know. Wait, I mentioned um the Pelicans being um gonna make Alonzo available at the deadline. Yeah, you did. We need to speak on it. Um, now speaking on Alonzo, it's safe to say he's a bus. It's safe to say he's a bus. Um. Uh, it hurts me to say because I actually like Londo, him as a player and him as a person. He, he is a bust. But um, the reasons for him being a bust, I don't... I think, uh, he's getting confidence back, but he's just not shooting well. So, what I more is he's going to bounce back. I like he's going to bounce back. I believe it too. I just need... He's taking shots, which is a good thing. He's taking shots now. Before the problem was, he wasn't taking I feel like, shots. I feel like this is this is just who he is. Like, the injuries, yeah. I feel like he's just going to be like this 10-point, maybe like 8 assists, 6 rebound type of guy. And not I expect- shooting that well. So, wait, we're wrong. I mean, we're not wrong for expecting better. Um, He was number two drafted overall, and his father was claiming him to be like, I mean, your father's supposed to do that, so I'm not even gonna blame him for that. Mm-hmm. But like, I he mean, still had he still had a lot of hype from the media in general. But for sure, for sure, he did. But after that De'Aaron Fox game, I was convinced that De'Aaron Fox was a better point guard than him, and I am still right to this day. I think we all are right to this day yeah. that Fox was a better pick. Because after that NCAA tournament game, I was like, <laughs> Fox came out and like outshine him on like the biggest stage to that date. He fried him. He had 40, got the win, and Lonzo was just out there looking like he didn't know what to do. Uh, I don't know where they're going to trade him, what team is going to want him. Um, If I think about backup point guards, seems like I could use backup point guards. Um, um, I don't know. Yo, I saw this dumb trade the other day on Facebook and I saw people agreeing with it. I was like, what? They were like Lonzo to the Knicks for Kevin Knox in a first round pick. I was like, what? So you want the Knicks to have the three worst point guards from that same draft class? That's what you're telling me? They already got Frank and they got Dennis Smith and you want them to add Lonzo so they can have the three worst point guards in that and on top of that, you give it on top of that, you giving the Pelicans another first round pick and Kevin yeah, Knox. What people had the nerve uh, to say, yes, do it now. Like, y'all want the Knicks to suck forever. Like, that's not now, helping the Knicks get better anytime. Let's, soon. let's not sit here and disrespect Dennis Smith Jr. He's not a bad bro, player, bro. Bro, Dennis Smith yes. sucks right now. He stinks. He looks that's, like, that's he, looks like the worst, he looks like the worst point guard in that draft class next to Frank Lakina and Lonzo Ball. And you want all three of them to be on the same team? Maybe they might reunite. <laughs> Alfred Payton? And, you know, they could be... With a- Alfred Payton? Maybe they could unite and something could happen. They have a, like, a worst player competition and... <laughs> that could end, nah, like, making them nah, feel nah, better. The Knicks, I don't know. The Knicks, the Knicks been through too much. They don't need to go through any more of that anymore. The Knicks got to change their front office. <laughs> yeah, Mills, Mills got to go. And it ain't, it ain't going to be helping anything. 
trading for Lonzo Ball and giving up a first round pick. <laughs> no, Trade Lonzo, Lonzo, trade Lonzo to I don't even know. I don't know what team needs a young player. That's the thing. Give him, to, give him to Orlando. Help him compete with Markel Fultz or something. I don't know. Just, yeah, they can work in a jump shot together or something. Like I don't know. It, they need something. Like send, send, send him to the Hawks so they could lose some more games. I don't send him somewhere. Send him somewhere. I don't even know. Like Pelicans is the perfect team for him because it's like, yeah, he's got developed. I mean, I feel like. I feel like, but if the Pelicans are gonna give up on him like that after half a season, then like, yeah, what hope is there for Lonzo? Like, I'm yeah. sorry, it's because he's not staying healthy, and I feel like that's why. Like, I feel like that's why his like his jump shot is taking so much longer to progress because he's not playing enough games in order for it to progress. Like, yeah, yeah I feel like he plays like one or two games, and then all of a sudden he got like a like shoulder injury or something like that. It's just like, it's just like, bro, like. Getting injuries happen, but like, he really can't stay healthy. Yeah, his body frail. I, I think his injuries that. is why he's been playing so bad, though, for sure. Because yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he missed a lot of development time in the summer. That trust me, that little off season summer workout means a lot to players, bro. Mm-hmm. So to miss two of them in a row after just coming yeah. to the NBA is like, all right, bro. Now you got to catch up. That's really so, tough for him. I mean, I, I pray for Lonzo's return. Yeah. I pray that he comes back on timing. Like, that's I really want to see Lonzo do well. I like, guess that's, that's one thing that I want to see do well. Maybe, maybe because his father talked him up about it and etc. But I really want to see him do well as a player. And he had just had he just had a lot of hype coming out of high school going to UCLA too because he was on all those mixtapes everywhere. Oh yeah, and, and even that, in UCLA. And even at UCLA, he played like pretty well up until the tournament when De'Aaron Fox exposed That's him. Right, yeah. Other than that, he had a pretty good like. No one saw this coming. I kind of saw it coming because I was like, "This is what happens to players that get hyped up. They always end up disappointing." Not That's always, what? not always, because it's a, a play lot name. of times. A lot of times, all right. Though, because there's a player named LeBron James that was hyped right, up, yeah, but and that man came in on times, time. A lot of times, when these guys get hyped up, like I remember when Ben McLemore was being called the next Ray Allen. Like I was like, mm, oh yeah, oh yeah, know. definitely. And they called Booker the next Clay. He better than Clay. Chill, but yes. chill. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, I don't know, man. Lonzo, I hope you get right. I don't know what team you're going to get right on, but I don't know. Maybe you could go to Washington and take John Wall's spot. Yo, watch Facts. your mouth. Bro, John Wall might not suit up again. I'm sorry to say it. Hey, t- right, y- y'all, might, y'all just might need Lonzo. <laughs> and, the, and, just... and, the war- and the Warriors need me. That I mean, yeah. <laughs> the Warriors suck right now. So send Lonzo to the Warriors to take over stuff Curry spot for the rest of the season. Simple. Let him take all the shots Curry's supposed to get, and we won't see son. Bro, I feel like, bro, I feel like if Lonzo, bro, if Lonzo would come out and just play like a solid amount of games and really gets like get his shots up, I feel like, and it, like especially when Zion comes back, I feel like he's gonna have a consistent option to throw the ball to because he can pass the ball really well. And he's he's still getting you like ten points just off of layups and like you know mid ranges things like that and maybe a three here and there but like 
I feel like once he like gets his confidence back, he might. I feel like because Lonzo is like one of those players where like he needs like the confidence, like you like you know those players that only play good when like you know everything is rolling for them. If things aren't rolling for Lonzo, it's not gonna work for him. But like, I feel like once he once he gets comfortable, like probably in like a couple years, you know, hopefully if he's if he's still in the league, you never know. I'm not saying he, nah, I'm, I'm not saying that because he does a lot of nah, stuff he, other than score. The scoring is the only thing we're talking about right now because we can't sit yeah. here and say he's not doing a good job defending or a good job. Yeah, he is. I'm saying his defensive rating is actually really bad this year. Mm. Yeah, because he's been injured. It's really yeah. the injuries. It's really the injuries. he just got to fix the injuries. And I don't know. A team like Minnesota needs a point guard. They're interested in Dennis Smith. Maybe they might take a flyer on Lonzo. I wouldn't. That wouldn't <laughs> be bad, actually. Maybe he might be better with Cat for you know, with power forward. Because so far he's played with Drew Holiday, LeBron James. Now playing with LeBron and being a playmaker, that ain't. I mean, yeah, it does, it does, if you're not a point out. guard, if you're not a point guard that can't create your own shot, and you playing with LeBron, with LeBron, it's not gonna, gonna work out. Yeah. Now he's playing along Drew Holiday and Brandon Ingram. So now he's not playing against. He's not playing with the best talent, but he. I mean, he's trying to do his thing. I like to see him taking shots. But maybe if you put him on a team with Cat and the rest of them, maybe for all you know, he might shine. Especially with a point guard struggling to find a starting PG with Jeff Tigo and the bench and et cetera, et cetera. Maybe even a team like Detroit, too. Mm. They got the heroes already, though. Right? They got Reggie. Point they, got Reggie. they still have Reggie Jackson missing, bro. Forget that. Uh, Reggie Jackson's iffy. He don't come back when Bobby Spurrier come out at this point. I ain't seen him playing for that before. He got hurt a couple weeks ago, I believe. Yeah, he been out for a while, though. Like, I haven't seen his name no, nowhere. Like, it's, it's like it, D-Rose gets most of the shine at, at the point guard spot in Detroit nowadays. Let me see. Is he even... like I haven't even seen his name in the fantasy roster. Is he even Reggie? in the NBA anymore? Yeah. Reggie, he is. He's just been injured these last like month, I think, or so. Um, let me go check up on him. Mm-hmm. He was definitely a good player for OKG back in the day. Shout out to him. I, I, I like Reggie Jackson. He, he had a good season last season, too. There's a that... back problem, though, they said. He'd be reevaluated in two weeks. And they're saying he'd be likely to come back mid-late to December. Well, we're here now, so, yeah. Yeah, it's probably not. Another team, Lonzo, maybe Phoenix, but I don't know. They're oh, yeah, I can see Ricky that. Rubio. But they're doing really good with Ricky Rubio right now. So, but then he'll be like a Ricky Rubio off the bench. So that that could definitely work. Probably. Definitely I don't work. know, but Ricky, um, Suns are Suns are more interested in um Kevin Love right now. So that Cavs team, they need to rebuild ASAP. I see them trying to rebuild, so I'm happy to see that for sure. Um, Darius Garland was a bad pick, though. You think so? <laughs> I, I, I I say Darius I, I, Garland. I say that. I'm not gonna say that. I see we give him some more time. I, I think he might. It's I mean, like, why? Do, why you? Why you drafting two small guards back to back years? That's and what I'm two, saying. You got Colin Sexton. Yeah. You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to find another Kyrie Irving, bro. That's why. That's what, <laughs> yeah, why, why, why. But why play them together? That's also another question. Because the defense over there is just bad. Because literally, because they're short guards. Yeah, they're like all two, these guards against each other. Six foot one guards. Nah. I'm playing the one say, and the two. 
and a lot of two guards this a lot of two guards these years are like six five and up like that's already a four inch four inch plus difference yeah now i'm gonna go sit here and call Colin sexton a bad defender or anything but he's literally just small because i see his defense if you watch him play Colin sexton always he's he's trying but like when you're small you can only try so hard like you, if you saw him against Garden, oh, I said Garden against Harden, you literally saw him like contesting these shots, bro. He just short, so it's like, all right, bro. At this point, I just can't guard you because my size and you're stronger than me. He's not the strongest player, but I mean, I'm happy to see him in the A doing well though, because he was one of my you know favorite high school players back in the day. He was definitely killing high school and etc. So seeing him do good in the A, I'm happy for them. The Cavs though, they got to trade. Kevin Love, I feel like it's time for Tristan to go to. They got to trade Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, Jordan I Clark. I feel as if Jackson, they, that culture got to change with Tristan because Tristan plays better, around. He's like another, he's like another white side over there to me, bro. Not even that. He they just don't bangs with that coach at all. Like the other day, he had an argument with the coach on the bench. Like they just don't like him because he tries to, the the coach. He was the coach at Michigan, um, at Michigan's college. And um, he tries to run the Cavs or um, co- he tries to run the Cavs team like a college team, and the older guys they don't like that because like they're veterans and they've been to the finals, and they don't want this team run like a college team. Mm. So they have an issue with the way the coach runs the team. So they got an issue with the coach. Get rid of him, bro. Like, I mean, it won't hurt you. Nah, You're already like four and twenty something. Nah, bro. You're not gonna get well. rid of this coach. They 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 just hired this coach. They give him a big deal and all that. They're not gonna fire him. It's the veterans, they they they're gonna have to leave because once you got the veterans in there souring things, then the young guys are gonna follow, and it's just gonna off be the a whole rip, off mess. the rip. They're gonna follow, bro. Unless they get in minutes and they're like, "Hey, right, bro, you give me minutes, so I'm losing." So when you losing, that's how it is. But um, the Cavs definitely need to be. I don't know. They haven't been relevant. The Cavs have only been relevant with LeBron, and ever since his le- like departure, is like they're just another G League team. And it's been years since he's left. Like it's literally been years since he's left. So let's hope. And I'm a, their their draft picks have always been iffy, especially when it took Anthony Bennett that year. Cause I don't know, that's probably the worst draft class in NBA history. Possibly. I don't know. The only players from that draft I can recall right now is Victor Oladipo, who came in at three, and somebody I forgot who the other person was. God, hey, that draft class if, if the Cavs need some work. Hopefully, Kevin Love goes to like the um, even to OKC. I would like to see Kevin Love on OKC. We can check out an Ari over there or something for Kevin Love. And with that trade, OKC, we're not we're not getting a superstar, but we'll you get to a, trade Gallinari for Kevin Love. Yeah, nah, they wouldn't do that because Gallinari is gonna be want to be traded to a contender. It's not always about what the player wants to be. You know, this is a business. True, but business. true, but when when um a lot of these guys when they talk to management, management usually when they talk to management, usually management um they usually try to find a compromise depending on like the contract situation and stuff like that. And if like the player's been good to them. When they've been good to the player, then they usually come with a compromise to get traded to a team that that benefits both of them. Because you want to get traded to a contender, 
you want to get traded to a contender because the contender is going to be able to give up more of those assets that you want because the contender has no use for them. Like they're going to be the contender will be able a contender will be willing to give up draft picks and a young player more than another team with young players and draft picks that wants to rebuild as well. Let's hope, let's hope whatever I'm I'm ready for trades to happen. I'm gonna see some changes. I wanna see some people injuries. I wanna see Zion play. Not saying yeah, I don't wanna see him, I don't know why. I wanna see him play regardless of whatever situation y'all talking about. Still He's still the first. I want to see what he made of for me. I don't think he's gonna play. Anything? Hmm. What happened? Yeah, I haven't said what you said. Um, my connection is messing messing up right now. But um, yeah. Otherwise, let's hope. Let's just hope for the best for the NBA at this point. All right, before we end, to our listeners out there, we got another episode probably coming out after Christmas Day to break down the Christmas Day games. And I might do some um, solo podcasts throughout the week, maybe, depending on which games pique my interest that I want to talk about, or I might have someone else join me. But other than that, I think that's it for today's episode. All right.